There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well. I'm still going. Are you still going? I hope you are. I have had another being told off experience on one of my walks. Um, and I just don't know what to make of people. So I was walking along. Someone else was coming far too close for me, I thought. And this was in a public area by a park, not in the park, by the park. And so I stepped to the side, which did mean I was on some grass, but it belonged to the park and was therefore not the property of this person. And this person then shouted at me and told me to get off the grass and that I should just stay where I was and it didn't matter that I was close to him. My goodness, what is going on with people? I tell you, it's driving me crazy. Um, But fortunately, I have got some really good books to talk to you about. Some of these have been... Well, to say they're lifesavers is a bitter over the top, but they've definitely been mood savers, I would say. And so there's a few, uh, there's just different ones. You're just going to have to bear with me through this because uh, we've got a variety pack, I think you could say. Um, But first of all, I need to start with a big announcement. I should have a fanfare. Perhaps you could provide one yourself. Thank you very much. I now have a Facebook group. So if you like the podcast, if you're interested in talking about books, even if you don't like the podcast, but just want to chat books, please go onto Facebook and have a look for uh, the QuickBook Reviews podcast group. And uh, if I think that you're okay, I will allow you to join the group. No, honestly, if you like books, it's just a nice place to have a have a bit of a chat. Um, but it'd be great to see you on there. The more, the merrier. And what I'm really enjoying is seeing all the different books that people are reading. And I'll come on to that a bit later. There you go. Cliffhanger. A cliffhanger already in the podcast. Who'd have thought? Now, the last time I talked to you, I had started a book called The Shelf by Heli Acton. I finished it and I want to tell you all about it. This is brilliant. This was definitely a mood changer for me. Now, it's not out until July, but would you believe it? That's less than two months away, isn't it? A month and a half. My goodness, it's crikey. Uh, Time is moving on. Anyway, so it's worth clicking that pre-order button now, I would say. It's called The Shelf, Heli Acton. And let me just remind you what it's about. Um, It's definitely... 
it's, it's, it's well, is it chiclet? Is it rom-com? No, it's none of those. Is it modern, fresh, uh, contemporary fiction? Yes, that's a better description of it. So <laughs> bear with me while I read the blurb. Ever feel like you're losing a race you never signed up for? Everyone in Amy's life seems to be getting married and settling down, or so Instagram tells her. And at 32, she feels like she's falling behind. So when her boyfriend surprises her with a dream holiday to a mystery destination, she thinks this is it. He's going to pop the big question. But the dream turns into a nightmare when she finds herself on the set of a Big Brother-style reality television show, The Shelf. Along with five other women, Amy is dumped live on TV in front of millions of viewers and finds herself competing in a series of obnoxious tasks in the hope of being crowned the keeper. At first, Amy stays on the shelf with the prize money in mind. But as she gets to know the other housemates and has a month to think about what she actually wants from life, she might just come away with a much bigger reward. Um... So it sounds interesting. When I first start it, as I do with any books of this type, I think, oh, gosh, is this going to be one where I cringe, where it's all about the moral of the story is, you know, find yourself the perfect partner, become a mother, um, you know, keep in your lane, do what you need to do. And it, I'm please say it's not. I'm not giving anything away and I'm not going to say what happens. But it's not about that. It's got some really good fun times. It is light, but sometimes you just need that. And frankly, with the announcement that Love Island in the UK is not going to happen this summer, then we need something else, some other light relief. And this is it. So if you're a fan of Love Island, all those reality programmes, and if you just want to escape a bit, who could blame you? I would say The Shelf is, is definitely one. It's it's going to get a really high score from me um, when I work out what score I'm going to give it. Um, and I just thought it was relatable, understandable. Um, it did make you think about what type of person you are and what you're looking for in life. And I just thought it was great. It, I haven't seen anything like it before. Um, someone said to me, and I like this idea, what music is in your head as you're reading the book? It kind of reflects the book, I suppose. And um, for me, it was very much a sort of a modern clubby track that you would see on, on played on Love Island. But then as the book built up, it was more a sort of a female power singer, I thought. I'm not giving the game away. It, I just thought it was good. It's not something that you, if if your whole focus is on literature and uh, reading a book that really sort of challenges you intellectually and um, has a lot of meat in it, then this isn't the book for you. But it it's true to what it says and it's more than other books in the same genre I would say I did say I was going to stop saying the word genre I do need to come up with something else anyway category there we go um but I just thought it was really honest relatable um is it frank well it, it doesn't it's not it's not nitty-gritty um it's not that refreshing as in gosh this is a game changer but just if you want something to just take you away make you smile. You're not going to crack a rib with it. It's not that sort of funny. So don't go in expecting high levels of humour. But just, 
I, 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 was, I was able to read it quite quickly. And um, I, I don't know about you, but some books I'm finding it quite hard to focus. I can sit and read a few pages, but then my mind's thinking, oh, better check the news. What's happened here? What's happened there? Well, with this, I was able to just get in the zone and just focus on the book. And I think that really helped my enjoyment of it as well. Um, so wherever you buy your books from, have a look, um, see if you can pre-order it, because oh, as I said before, it's, it's so easy to think, oh, I will get that book when it comes out. And then you just forget as time goes on. So 9th of July, it's out. Um, it's going to be out in hardback, ebook and audio. The Shelf, Heli Acton. Why not? Why wouldn't you? So that's the first book that I've got to recommend. Now, the next book that I finished that I just finished yesterday is called Seven Lies by Elizabeth Kay. Um, it's in hardback. It's available now. And I, and I wish I could remember where I'd seen this book and why I had therefore bought it somewhere. I, I think it was one of these magazine pages where they say, you know, the, the latest thriller books out there. And if I remember correctly, it had a couple of books. I thought, oh, yes, those are ones I like. So I thought, well, let's just go. Let's support authors, support bookshops. Let's just get all of them on the page. Um, and I was really intrigued by this. So. Let me read you the blurb. It all started with one little lie. Jane and Marnie have been inseparable since they were 11 years old. They have a lot in common. In their early 20s, they both fell in love and married handsome young men. But Jane never liked Marnie's husband. He was always so loud and obnoxious, so much larger than life, which is rather ironic now, of course, because if Jane had been honest, if she hadn't lied, then perhaps her best friend's husband might still be alive. This is Jane's opportunity to tell the truth. The question is, do you believe her? So, you, in a way, you don't really know what you're going to get from this book. It's a, it's a sort of a thriller, but it's not a full, heavy thriller. There's a sort of the essence of Rebecca where you're feeling unsettled, but you don't know what's going on and who to trust. It's, it's one of those. If I had to give a soundtrack to while I was reading it, I would say it'd be the Jaws theme tune because the whole time you think, oh, something really awful is going to happen. And, and you think, oh, gosh, this character's not very nice. Should I be trusting them? Um, and you just throughout it, you just get more and more. And what I like about it is the book is separated into the seven lies. So pretty early on, you're aware of the first lie and you think, well, that's is that so, so bad? You know, what would somebody else do? And then there's the second lie and the third. And it just compounds the situation, sort of turns the heat up. Um, I did really enjoy it. Um, it's got has it got twists and turns? Um it's got some, it's not going to sort of punch you at the end and say, ta-da, I bet you never thought this, but it has got surprises. Um, it's recommended Lucy Foley, who wrote The Hunting Party, has described it as dark, clever, compelling. And I think there is something about that. It's about friendships. It is a thriller, so if you're not into thrillers, it's not for you. Um, it's It's got... A different approach to a lot of other thrillers. It didn't start with the usual first chapter of something happening and then you go on and it goes back in time. Or Do you know what I mean? Often I'm finding with thrillers or crime novels as well, that first chapter is quite similar 
you're finding quite a few books having this chapter that just sort of sets one scene and then you revert back to the main characters. Um, but anyway, I did enjoy it. I would look out for more of her books. I didn't even... Oh, yes, I remember why I got this one. So Elizabeth Kay uh, started her career as an assistant at Penguin Random House and is now a commissioning editor while simultaneously pursuing her passion for writing. That's why I got it, because Phoebe Morgan is another editor who I think is outstanding in her job as an editor, but equally outstanding as an author. Um, her book, The Babysitter, is really good. And I saw this about Elizabeth and thought, oh, that sounds not similar to Phoebe at all, but just sort of cut from the same cloth. They've gone through the same work ethic. And I was interested to see how that then transpired in the book itself. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. Certainly be looking out for more of hers. So that is Elizabeth Kay seven lies if you like a book that is um sort of thriller i'm th thinking of the word gritty but it's not gritty in its normal way it's just this sort of grating worry about what's going to happen next and how it's going to end you definitely want to keep reading so if you like that sort of book um, there aren't lots of characters which again, I like because I get through quite a few books. When you've got one that has a lot of characters, I do find it harder to get into it. Um, and so this one just just worked for me. It presented itself simply, but it's an in-depth story. And uh, I like the ending. And I think I'm going to consider those characters going forward and wonder what... Uh, other people might think. In fact, I have to say, it was this book that I wanted to go online and said, who else has read this? What did you think? And be able to have that conversation. So it could be a very good book club book because there's quite a bit of meat in there to talk about, I would say. So Elizabeth Kay, Seven Lies. My goodness, we're getting through them. Now, the third book is where I I do sometimes wonder about myself. And this this book is no exception. Let me let me set the scene for you. OK, I'm not going to tell you the name of the book because that does suggest I could have rethought things. I'm just going to read you the blurb. I was in a bookshop. I was looking at the backs of books and I was just finding looking for something different that would interest me. And this said, they are not hiding anymore. They have begun their invasion. They will take your planet by force. They believe they are unstoppable. We can defeat them. We have unleashed an ancient power. We have turned the tide. We are not alone. This is the beginning of the end. And I just thought, wow, this sounds really, really good. It's got aliens in it. It's got action. It looked quite, not simple to read, but I didn't need to um, do a Sudoku to get my brain in shape before I started the book, if you know what I mean. So that was all very good. I sit down to read it. I started, I think, oh, I think this is part of a series, you know, I'll carry on. And after about of a third of the book, and this is something I don't think I've ever done, even though I was enjoying it, I've had to put it down because there's just too much that's gone ahead. And the book clearly is a good ending, but it's not the place to start. And yes, the book is called The Fate of Ten by Pitticus Law. 
what I just thought that was a name. Fate of Ten. Fine. It's the tenth book in the series. And it does seem, as I say, very crucial uh, to have read the other ones in this series. So what I am going to do is read them and also look at maybe some other books if the author has, has written them. So there's novels. Um, I wonder if there are actually ten or not, because the novels seem to start with I am number four. The Power of Six, The Rise of Nine, The Fall of Five, The Revenge of Seven. Uh, there's quite a series of novellas and novella collections as well. So anyway, this whole story has a lot of history that you don't get in this book. And I feel like I'm doing the book a disservice to read it now and sort of not enjoy it, deliberately just finish it and not enjoy it when it does seem to be really well written. So... Um, if you or maybe your older children are interested in sort of aliens, children having superpowers, good versus bad, all sorts of things um, in a really well written form, then these look great books to consider. If you're just thinking I want to read one book on its own, Fate of Ten is probably not the right starting point. And that's my own fault. But so, you know, when you go into the bookshop, it might just be the only book there by the author. And I don't want to be getting my mobile phone out in the bookshop looking at the author and the history because people are going to think you're going online ordering the book and not buying it. And I always um, feel that that's quite an issue. So in my defence, that is why I didn't. But never mind. Now, the next one. Wow. So this is an audio book, but also it was free. I got it on Audible. I'm an Audible member. So you might need to become an Audible member, but presumably just by buying a book, you're an Audible member anyway. So anyway, I don't know exactly how it works, but it was certainly free to me. Um, and it's called The Tales of Beadle the Bard by J.K. Rowling. Now, bear with me on this one. Um, there are times, I'm sure you've had it as well, where you're finding things a little hard and you want something that you can easily escape in and take you away. Um, and certainly for me, when I'm having to do lunch for the family, boring, um, I need something that I could listen to, but also doesn't have a lot of violence in. So if the kids walk in, I don't have to immediately try and turn it off. This was brilliant. This was like a comforting pair of arms coming round you and giving you a hug because you've got these wonderful tales um, that, are, that have been written and are narrated by key people from the films. Um, so you've got, oh gosh, it's read by um, Sally Mortimer, Warwick Davis, Ivana Lynch, Jason Isaacs, Bonnie Wright, uh, Jude Law, all sorts of familiar voices and the the tales of the beadle of the bard um they were originally written gosh i think uh in 2007 2008 and they were done by jk rowling to raise money for her charity lumos um and just as we might know about stories such as sleeping beauty or cinderella because we're muggle children uh, witches and wizards wouldn't know about these beetle stories, which are their version of fairy tales. Um, there are some super ones. The Wizard and the Hopping Pot. I really enjoyed that one. There's the Fountain of Fair Fortune, uh, the Warlock's Hairy Heart, all sorts. And after the person uh, reads the story, 
You then have Jude Law come on as Dumbledore, obviously from the Fantastic Beasts films, um, to provide Dumbledore's analysis. And it's done. It's written in that very sort of dry Dumbledore way. It's just comforting. It doesn't last very long, hour and a half. Um, you can listen to a, one story and then pause it. So it can fit in quite nicely with the day. I did find my family were coming in listening. And instead of saying, mm, they were saying, oh, what's that? Who's that? So it was it was good. It was a family event, you see such a good parent including including the family in this but no i i enjoyed it um and uh, it says actually it says here it's available for free to audible members until midnight 7th of january 2021 so you, you've got a bit of time uh, to listen to that but i really really enjoyed it great stuff so there we go so we've had the audiobook as well now we end on a final book which is a short book and is the most bizarre thing you will read this year i think okay it's by ian McEwan, and it's called the cockroach it is page length let's see 99 pages well 100 pages long it's written in quite a large font um, and you can get through it quite quickly I'll be blunt with you. I read it in the bath, in one bath. I wasn't there for that long. But when I read it, um, I was thinking, gosh, this is this is incredible. It's a book about politics and it really seems to resonate with, with this time. There's so much out of it that I could apply to today. And I started thinking, my goodness, Ian McEwan, when he wrote this book all those years ago, um, was so clever to sort of foresee how things might happen and have a very satirical look on it. Uh, turns out he wrote it last year. There you go. Um, but it's still good. It's about, well, the premise is this. <laughs> You're not going to believe it, but this is what the premise is. That morning, Jim Sams, clever, but by no means profound, woke from uneasy dreams to find himself transformed into a gigantic creature. I don't want to give the game away too much, but this this is about um, a, a cockroach that becomes the prime minister um, and uh, what that cockroach decides to do. It's uh, a fresh look on what happens in the Houses of Parliament. It's a fresh look on the uh, politics of our country and other countries. And it's a fresh look on the characters you might come across on that journey. Um, I can't wait. Please, somebody read it because I can't wait to talk to somebody about it. It's the most bizarre, interesting, different book. If it was 400 pages, would I read it? I'll be honest, probably not. Um, I picked it up because I fancied a, a shorter book and I just thought this sounds so bizarre. Whether you'd be able to keep that going for 400 pages, I don't know. So if, if I had a background music playing, well, I don't know what, it would be something really, really weird playing in the background. Does anybody remember the birdie song? I'm showing my age here. Um, I'm sure you can uh, Google it and find it. But there used to be a song, and I do think it still plays when you go on holiday in Europe. Obviously not at the moment, but uh, in times past. Um, in like a hotel disco, they would play this birdie song where you would do some different things with your hands. and uh. Anyway, that is the soundtrack for me to this book. Strange not to be repeated, 
uh, memorable and fairly disturbing. Um, but yeah, great. Ian McHugh and the Cockroach, something quite different, I would say. So there we go. I think we've covered a lot of books. Um, but something else new I'm going to be doing is doing Book of the Week. So we've got The Shelf, Seven Lies, Fate of Ten, Beedle the Bard, The Cockroach. Which one am I going to allot Book of the Week? It's tricky. I'm going to go for The Shelf just because it took me out of this world the most for the longest if that makes sense um, it did help me to escape I read it quickly it was enjoyable it didn't trouble my brain cells too much I just enjoyed it and when the news came out that Love Island isn't going to be available I thought well ITV need to just send copies of this out to every viewer. Um, this author has timed it right because this book is going to be snapped up by everybody who uh, just wants to escape a bit. So, book of the week, da da da, is The Shelf by Heli Acton. So, let me talk once more. Let me get the list I've got. Ah, here's something I prepared earlier. I'm so efficient. Um, Yes, yeah, so we've got this Facebook group now, which is just a bit of fun um, for, for the podcast, but it's just a nice place to talk about books. And it is amazing how many different books people read. I think that's that's just wonderful. Um, Carl's reading American Dirt by um, Janine Cummins. We've got Becky reading Little Liar by Claire Boyd. Um, Shell is reading The Plea by Steve Kavanagh. Emma's reading... Uh, One Good Turn by Kate Atkinson um, and Karen's reading The Romanoff Prophecy by Steve Berry. Now, I've heard of uh, American Dirt um, and that's a book I really would like to read. I'm interested in that. Little Liar I have never heard of and that sounded really good. The Plea is one I've read, obviously a big Steve Kavanagh fan. That's a great one. Um, One Good Turn, I haven't read that and I need to get into the Kate Atkinson books. And I haven't read the, or even heard of um, the Romanov Prophecy. So my goodness, what a selection there already. So do join us on the uh, Quick Book uh, Reviews podcast group on Facebook. It'd be great to see you there. And you can get hold of me in all the usual ways. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram and you can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com. So I think that's everything for this week. I've waffled on long enough. I hope all's well and I'll speak to you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.